Welcome to the Relatable Finance Podcast. Here are your hosts, Joseph Carl and Shane Phillips. Welcome to today's episode of Relatable Finance. We live in interesting times today with the world still recovering from the pandemic, high inflation, just to name a few things. And things got a little more interesting when Speaker Nancy Pelosi landed in Taiwan after various warnings from Chinese leaders that there would be dire consequences if she did so. Since Pelosi left, China has been conducting military drills, firing missiles over Taiwan. Many question whether this is the beginning of another military conflict like Russia-Ukraine. There is a lot to unpack here, so we thought we'd take some time to try to do so in today's episode of Relatable Finance. And as always, this episode is brought to you by Provenance Wealth Advisors, a financial planning and wealth management firm located here in sunny South Florida. To understand what's going on, it is best to look back at history so we can see the bigger picture. China has always claimed that there is only one China, and thus this would include Taiwan and is part of that. China views its government, the People's Republic of China, as the only legitimate government of China. Taiwan, however, has its own democratically elected government and has been governed independently of China since 1949. After World War II, there was a split throughout China between the communists and those who believe more in capitalism. Most of China stayed with the Communist Party, while Taiwan adopted a more market-based, capitalistic approach. So to add just a little bit more background, first off, Taiwan is about 100 miles off the coast of China. In terms of size, Taiwan is tiny and is about twice the size of Hawaii. In terms of size, China is about 267 times the size of Taiwan, so pretty massive, and has roughly 60 times the amount of people as Taiwan. So taking this all into consideration, China, in theory, could probably pretty easily take over Taiwan. So why is this relevant? Why would we take the time to do a podcast episode on U.S. politicians' visit to another country and a subsequent military exercise? Well, as we have seen with the recent war between Russia and Ukraine, war can take multiple forms from actual military actions to economic sanctions. It's also worth noting that China's leader is trying to extend his time in power for a third term, which would be unprecedented. China's Congress in 2018 voted to remove the term limits, and that decision is expected to come in the next two months. Given the time frame here, the Chinese leader is stuck in a tough position in that he needs to try and show strength, but also does not want to try and start a war. With the U.S. and China being the world's two largest economies, this would be significant. It's unclear to what extent the U.S. would try and defend Taiwan. U.S. officials have given differing responses when asked whether they would defend them. But we can get some clues from the six assurances that were passed in 1982 and reaffirmed in 2016. These documents or assurances lay out that the United States would essentially not set a date to end arms sales to Taiwan, would not consult with China about making arms sales to Taiwan, it would not try and mediate or alter Taiwan's sovereignty. So while some of these may seem a bit ambiguous, that's likely intentionally so. Tensions between the U.S. and China have been growing ever since trade wars ramped up during the Trump administration. One major factor to consider is that Taiwan is the world's largest manufacturer of semiconductors, something we all rely on significantly given the degree to which we rely on technology. It also should be noted that China accounts for roughly 25% of the world's manufactured goods, and around 88% of the world's largest container ships travel through the Taiwan Strait, a narrow sea lane between China and Taiwan. So how do we consider these types of things from an investment strategy perspective? One way is an added risk premium. 
And what we mean by that is given the uncertainty surrounding China and Taiwan and how the U.S. may or may not get involved, we'd expect an additional return on Taiwan and Chinese assets. And to properly gauge any risk premium, you need to have a starting point. This is often the 10-year U.S. Treasury, which is considered the world's safest asset and also makes sense given that we are U.S. investors. So let's say the 10-year U.S. Treasury is 3% and you expect to earn 9% in U.S. stocks. In this case, the risk premium is 6%. So when looking at Chinese and Taiwanese stocks and the uncertainties around them, you would add in a risk premium for the additional risk. So let's say their risk premium is an additional 3% for a total risk premium of 9% above bonds and a total expected return of 12%. If investors do not feel they're going to get 12% on Chinese or Taiwanese stocks, then they're likely to fall until that happens. We do not expect China to overtake Taiwan at this time, but the recent visit has certainly frustrated China, and given the broad implications it would have throughout their global economy, this is something that we need to continue to monitor closely. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Relatable Finance. As always, if you have any questions, please reach out to us at podcast at provwealth.com and check out our website at relatablefinancepodcast.com. Provenance Wealth Advisors is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., Securities are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Provenance Wealth Advisors and Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Any opinions are those of Relatable Finance Podcast and PWA and not necessarily those of Raymond James. The information contained in this report does not purport to be a complete description of the securities, markets, or developments referred to in this material. There is no assurance that any of the trends mentioned will continue or forecasts will occur. The information has been obtained from sources considered to be reliable, but Raymond James does not guarantee that the foregoing material is accurate or complete. Any information is not a complete summary or statement of all available data necessary for making an investment decision and does not constitute a recommendation. Investment involves risk and you may incur a profit or loss regardless of strategy selected. Diversification and asset allocation do not ensure a profit or protect against a loss. Investing involves risk and investors may incur a profit or loss. Raymond James does not provide tax or legal services. Please discuss these matters with the appropriate professional. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Future investment performance cannot be guaranteed and investment yields will fluctuate with market conditions. Any examples given in the podcast are for illustration purposes only. Actual investor results will vary.